Hey babe, welcome to Anchor Within. My name's Lena and I'm a multi-passionate free spirit and personal development nerd obsessed with empowering others to become the absolute best version of themselves. In this podcast, we're diving really deep within our own bodies and minds to discover who we are so that we can anchor down to build a really strong foundation that allows us to unleash our limitless potentials and create the lives we have always dreamt of. Together, we'll laugh, we'll cry, we'll give each other some tough love, and we'll probably get really uncomfortable. But hand in hand, we'll figure it out along the way, and we'll come out even stronger on the other side. So babe, let's dive on in. Hey girl, happy Thursday. I hope you're having a great week. And honestly, if you're not like me, let me just tell you that you are not alone. Okay, it is okay to be feeling all of the things right now. Frustrated and angry, sad, anxious, stressed, overwhelmed, exhausted, physically, mentally, emotionally. All of the things that you're feeling and going through right now are completely valid. And just know that you are not alone. Okay, before we dive into today's episode, I want to address a couple of things First and foremost, this is going to be a different style episode. We're talking about some really deep and triggering topics like loss and grief. So if you're not ready to hear about that, if you're going through something really hard and you feel like you might need this, great, stay here and listen. But if you're not, download this episode, save it for a rainy day (laughs) or a better day, actually, and listen to it then when you feel like you're ready to hear about it because it is going to get kind of tough. And this is something that's really, really hard for me to talk about here. And I'm going to try really hard not to cry, but I'm not making any promises because I'm having a really hard week too, if you are. And I just want this to be a very raw and unedited conversation because I want you to know that you are never alone. And just because somebody's Instagram is cohesive and has the perfect filters and presets and, you know, they're always happy and they have their makeup and their hair done and it looks like they have their shit together, it doesn't mean that their shit is together. It doesn't mean that they're not going through struggles in their personal lives that they choose not to share on Instagram or that they're not dealing with their own internal world, you know, uprising, right? So just know that right now, before we dive in, I want you to drop any and all expectations that you have of yourself to be like that girl who's always positive and happy on her Instagram, because I promise you that she's navigating her own struggles too. She just may not want to, or she may not be brave enough to share them yet. And that's okay. But I don't want you to compare yourself to somebody's highlight reel when you have no idea what is going on behind that phone screen, behind the scenes, right? Okay. Are we done? Did we drop the expectations? Good. Let's move in. Let's start with this. First of all, if you are having a hard time this week, or maybe you're just having a hard day, maybe it's been a whole month, maybe it's been this entire year. Girl, I feel you. Okay. You know, I've talked a lot about the things that I've been going through recently, but I haven't really given you the deeper things that I've been handling. And that's because it's really hard for me to talk about, but I know that me talking about this will help somebody out there. So we're going to have this conversation and it is taking a lot of courage for me to share this with you guys. So if you're resonating with this episode, screenshot it, share it with me. Let me know that this is helping you because this is a really, really tough conversation for me to have. I am right there with you and whatever you're going through right now, the emotions that you're feeling, I wish so badly that I could just jump 
right through your phone and hug you and tell you that you are so strong and that I know it feels impossible, but you will get through this too. And I know how hard it is, that thing that you're going through, whether it's business related, personal life related, career, kids, relationships, friendships, whatever you're going through right now, I know that it sucks. And I know that it feels like it's never going to end. But girl, you have made it through 100% of your bad days so far in your life. You are still here. Those times that you thought you would never come out of, those relationships that ended, the friendships that ended, the heartbreak, the loss and the grief, the things that you've been through in your life, you've made it so far. You have made it through those things so you can make it through this thing too. And I know that right now it's really hard to see that and it feels really impossible because I'm right there, but I know that no matter how much this sucks right now, I will be okay And I will be able to, you know, get through this no matter how hard the situation is, right? And maybe you're on the other side of the headphone right now just thinking, what I'm going through right now is harder than anything I've ever been through before, Lena. Yeah, I feel you on that too because me too. I've never had to navigate anything like this before and it really, really sucks. I know that and I feel so deeply for you that you're going through something so tough, but I know that you know that you're also very tough. You are a strong, courageous woman because you're here and you've made it through the things that you've been through in your life. Okay, so if you've been following along with this podcast for a while, then you know that my dad is very ill right now. I shared a while ago that last year he had cancer, right? Right before COVID started, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and he went through chemo, he had surgery and he was all clear and we were so ecstatic. And that was in November of 2020. And just this past May in 2021, he had some very concerning symptoms. He was admitted to the hospital and we found out that it was back. And because of the way that his symptoms were presenting, he was unable to start treatments right away. He had to sit in the hospital for about a month before anything was able to get started. And at that point, the cancer had metastasized pretty significantly. Um, you know, he was in and out of the hospital with various complications and he just hasn't, he hasn't been able to start any treatment. And because the cancer had metastasized, essentially the doctors had told us that, you know, there's really not much else we can do. So a little over a month ago, my dad was sent home on hospice care with a home hospice nurse. And I have been through so many different things in my life. Um, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of learning lessons, and a lot of finding the good in every situation. And I'm trying really hard not to cry right now, but you know, trying to navigate this is something that I, I can't even explain, right? There's so much sadness and grief and so much uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen or when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen, right? And all of these things that I've just never had to navigate before, it's been really mentally and emotionally challenging because it's so mentally taxing and I just, I have to go to work and I have all of these other things that I have to do. It's also very physically exhausting and it's really, I'm even finding it hard to do things like clean up my dishes, right? And I'm just so grateful that I have Josh to help me do those things. But right now it's just really, really hard to find the good in this. Right, So I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I have or that I'm even wanting to find anything good about the situation right now. And I know that I always preach like there's always a lesson in something, but right now 
at lesson is really, really hard to find. And it feels like just why, right? Like, why is this happening to my dad, to my family? Why does anybody have to go through this? Because it really fucking sucks, right? There is nothing else that I have found that can accurately describe the situation of facing the possible loss of somebody you love other than it really just fucking sucks. And (laughs) I try really hard, you know, to not swear and not say these things on the podcast. But honestly, I said raw, real conversation. And here we are right now. It is just so overwhelming. The emotions, the sadness, grief, anger, confusion, frustration. I can't even explain to you what I'm feeling because I don't even know. I'm feeling so many different things all at the same time. And whatever it is that you're going through, whether, you know, you just lost a customer or you are losing a pet or maybe you lost your job and got fired or, you know, maybe you're launching a product that It didn't do as well as you thought it would. And it just really sucks. And you've put all this time and effort into doing something. And it's just really overwhelming. And it's it really just sucks. (laughs) Listen, whatever it is that you're going through, I know that it really, really sucks. And I know that there's also a lot of love and so much gratitude, right? In the things that you have accomplished. And if you're facing the love of a lost one, right? Or or the the loss of a loved one. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Um, The loss of a loved one or the potential loss of a loved one, right? You're just so grateful for every moment that you do still have, right? And you replay every situation in your head. Like, what if I would have done it this way? Or what if I didn't do this? Or what if we did it this way? And just all of these things that are you want to say, but you can't find the words to say all of the things that are going through your head at all times, whatever it is, I know that it's really hard and it's really challenging. And I just want you to know that you're not alone. And I know that right now you're questioning absolutely everything. Why is this happening? What if X happened this way? And what if Y was done this way? And why can't I just get there? And why isn't it working? Why can she get there? And I can't, right? And you're scared and you're overwhelmed with all of the tasks that you need to get done while also navigating the fear, the anxiety, the sadness, overwhelm, right? Maybe you're navigating grief because the thing you're working so hard for just didn't work out. Grief and sadness, they don't have to just deal with losing somebody or death, right? It can be heartbreak over a relationship, over a friendship ending. It can be grief over losing your business. It can be, you know, a huge project you were working on that didn't go planned or a proposal you gave to your VP or your boss or whatever for some team thing or whatever you're working on right now and it didn't work out, a product launch that failed, something you lost money on. Grief doesn't have to just deal with death and losing somebody or something that you care about, right? There's so much so many different aspects of it and everyone deals with it so differently. You can feel overwhelmed and exhausted and you can still push through. You can feel overwhelmed and exhausted and allow yourself to rest. You're allowed to navigate what you're going through the way that only you know how, the way that you need to. And not the way that your mom tells you that you need to or the way that Instagram says is the best way to do it. Only you know what you need. And if that means that you only have the capacity to go to your day job and then come home and sit on the couch without cleaning your dishes for three days, then do that. If for you, this process looks like going to work and coming home and really grinding your side hustle and stress cleaning your house, then do it. 
Look, I'm not, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys here. Showing up on this podcast this week has been really, really hard. Having this conversation is really difficult. Doing basic daily things like making dinner has been so hard for me right? All I want to do is like sit on the couch and just stare off into space and gaining the strength to work out this week has been non-existent. So I've allowed myself to take some time off and I'm extremely grateful and lucky that Josh, my fiance has been doing the cooking and the cleaning this week and picking up my slack because he knows that I just can't right now because any energy that I do have right now has to go to processing the things that are going in my head and processing everything that I'm going through. And That is all of the things that I have energy for this week, going to work and dealing with what's going on in my head and in my heart right now. So whatever processing looks like for you, if you need help, ask for it. If you need to be alone to process, set that boundary with people and let them know that, hey, right now I'm just not available. I need some time to myself. I need to be left alone and I need to be able to process the things that I'm going through. You're allowed to set that boundary. And if you need some time off of the gym because you're mentally and physically too exhausted for anything other than going to work and processing what you're going through, then here is your permission slip to take that time off right? Only you can decide what works best for you in this moment. And every single hard thing that you deal with in your life is going to require a different way of processing. So just because what you did last time worked doesn't mean that it will again in this situation. So try different things. Do what makes you feel best in this moment, not in yesterday, not in tomorrow, right now, what feels best for you. And remember that no matter what you choose to do, you have to continue to take care of yourself and process the emotions. Don't use you know, stress cleaning or being a couch potato as a distraction and as a way of numbing things out, right? Don't be distracted from healing and processing the things that you need to process because of what you're going through. Okay, I need you to allow yourself the time to rest, but I also don't want you to allow yourself to suppress these emotions and thoughts so deeply by distracting yourself with things like going to the gym or stress cleaning, right? Don't allow yourself to numb those things out and distract yourself from handling them because you need to process them right now so that they don't all explode at one time down the road. Resting is really important, yes, but so is processing everything that you're going through. So I'm going to share with you guys some of the things that have been really helping me process and have, you know, have been really great tools for me in my toolbox over the last two or three months, especially. And, you know, hopefully sharing these things with you guys is going to help you begin the process of healing and navigating through these really hard times. And again, these hard times don't have to be the same for you as they are for me right now. Right now for me, it looks like, you know, facing the uncertainty and the possible loss of my dad. But sometimes hard times look like losing your job or having a really hard fight with your significant other or maybe losing your best friend, right? It doesn't have to be something that, and I don't mean losing your best friend in, you know, to death. I mean, losing your best friend in terms of that relationship just ending, right? Because maybe it's not serving either of you anymore. Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you're navigating, understand that it doesn't have to be, using these tools doesn't have to be something that has to be major in the sense of somebody dying, right? It might be major in the sense of, again, losing your job, losing a relationship, losing a lot of things or, you know, things that have, you've been working on really hard and that product launch that you've been working on and it just fails and it's total, total flop. It didn't go the way that you planned. 
Okay, so just know that you don't have to be going through the same thing that I'm going through to use these tools. These are tools that are helpful in any circumstance where you're overwhelmed or stressed or anxious or when you're just navigating something really difficult for you to navigate. Okay, so first and foremost, what I want to talk about is therapy. Okay, talk to somebody. A professional that can help you navigate what you're having to deal with right now. Therapy is not something to be ashamed of, and you don't have to have a mental health condition to talk to somebody. Okay. Having a counselor or a physical or, phys- oh my gosh, <laughs> physical therapist, uh, a therapist to talk to, a psychologist, that's nothing to be ashamed of because there are so many great resources out there that they can share with you, right? And there's so many different ways that they can help you. And because they are a third party, they're not connected to the situation, right? So you can talk to your best friend. You can talk to your mom. You can talk to your husband. However, that person is always going to want to fix things for you. (laughs) They want to help because they love you. And they are also connected to the situation in some way because you are connected to the situation. So they cannot be unbiased and look at things objectively right? A therapist, a counselor, they can. They don't have that emotional connection to your situation that everyone who's part of your life does. So they are a great third-party tool to use when you're navigating something really hard, but the people in your life just want to fix things and they're not really listening to what you need, right? So what I want you to realize is that therapy is a really great resource. And there are so many different ways to get therapy out there, whether it's virtually or in person. There are tons of different resources out there. I personally use BetterHelp, which is just an app that I have on my phone, and I have video chats with my therapist weekly. And the really cool thing about BetterHelp and virtual therapy like that is that you're also having that 27 support system that you don't have with an in-person therapist. When you go to in-person therapy, you're going once a week, maybe once every other week, maybe once a month, however you set it up. It's way more expensive too, but you don't have that 24-7 support system because in the BetterHelp app, I can text back and forth with my therapist when I'm having a really hard day. I can say, hey, this is what I'm dealing with today. Do you have a resource or do you have any tips that I can use right now? And it's that really, like, it feels like they're your friend who are helping you through the situation, but they're still that really third-party objective resource, right? And they send me worksheets and... um. It's honestly just super cool. So if you're looking for counseling and want to try it, I have a link in the show notes down below so you can get a week for free and try it out. And honestly, trust me, it is absolutely life-changing having that 24-7 support system and a video chat. And there's different plans you can choose out there. So super cool. If you want a week for free, click the link in my show notes because I promise you, you will not regret it. But other techniques that I use kind of more in the moment to help me are number one, grounding. This is a technique that I have been using for a really long time. There are many different types of grounding techniques, but essentially grounding is a way for you to bring yourself back into your body. It's a practice that can help pull you away from those unwanted thoughts, the challenging emotions, the negative feelings that you're feeling right now, the flashbacks. You know, Maybe you're going back to a time in your life where things were better and now you're comparing and you know things grounding is just a way to pull yourself out of those things and bring yourself back into the present moment right it helps you refocus on the things right now that are going on around you and you can use grounding techniques to help you create space between yourself and those feelings 
But it also is really helpful for actually just processing those things and bringing you back into the present moment. So the, my favorite grounding technique, and there's so many out there that you can Google, but I'm just going to share with you guys this one because it works the best for me. What I do is it has to do with the five senses. So in any moment when you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, sad, you're dealing with grief or uncertainty, and you just really need to bring yourself back into the present moment, use this grounding technique of the five senses. So what you do is you pick five things that you can see. Right. So let's say right now I'm sitting in my closet. What are five things that I can see? I can see a pair of shoes. I can see a pink salmon shirt. I can see my hamper. I see my dresser and I see my fuzzy winter coat that I'm super excited to wear (laughs) that I didn't really get to wear last year because it came too late. Right. I can see my computer, all of these things. What are four things you can feel? right? So it's five, four, three, two, one, five things you can see, four things you can feel. Right now, my feet feel really cold. (laughs) I can feel my cat licking my toes, which is really ticklish. I can feel the carpet under my hands and my feet. And I can feel that my leg is starting to tingle because I've been sitting here for a really long time. Right. And then three things you can hear. Well, I can hear myself talking through the headphones. I can hear my cat, my other cat, scratching at the door, trying to get in. And I can also hear every single time this cord bangs against the microphone. So I'm sorry if you can hear it too. Right. Two things then that you can smell. Well, I'm kind of in my closet, so I can't really smell much, but I can smell the warmth in the air. You know, when there's like that humidity, when it's about to rain or it's raining, you can smell that. I can smell that because I have my windows open right now. And I can also smell the lotion that I put on my legs this morning after I showered, right? And one thing I can taste is the granola bar that I ate right before I sat down here and talked to you guys. So that is my favorite grounding technique, the five senses. Five things you can see, four things you can feel, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste in every single moment. Just really focus. And the more that you practice this, the better you will get. And people won't even know that you're doing it. You can do it in the grocery store. You can do it at work. You can do it during a presentation when you're feeling really, really anxious. You can just start kind of going through these things in your head, right? My number two technique is breathing, right? Bringing yourself back to your breath and really focusing on your breathing. Your breathing is connected to your vagus nerve. And if you know anything about polyvagal theory, there's so much research out there. But essentially, you can control your vagus nerve. Your vagus nerve is connected to your rest and digest system. And when you stimulate your um, vagus nerve, you can really help bring yourself back down into that rest and digest and out of that fight or flight mode. So your vagus nerve is connected to your parasympathetic system, and it really helps just bring you back down. My favorite type of breathing is called box breathing. And essentially what you do is it goes four, 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 four. So imagine like it's a box. So for four seconds, you breathe in as deeply as you can in that four seconds. And then you hold that breath for another four seconds. And then you exhale for four seconds. And then you stay on empty for four seconds to close that box. And then you start over. So in for four, hold for four, out for four, and then hold on empty for four right? Another type of breathing is diaphragmatic breathing. So you really focus on breathing with your diaphragm. So the best way to do this is to put one hand on your belly and one hand on your chest. I do this. I, when you first start out, I would recommend doing it laying down. However, you can start 
Um, once you get better, you can start doing it without even putting your hand on your belly and your chest. However, when you're first starting out, I recommend on your back laying down so that you can really see the movement of your hands. And what I want you to focus on is the hand that's on your belly. Breathe in really deeply so that you have that hand on your belly moves and the one on your chest doesn't, right? You really want to focus on expanding the bottom of your lungs by opening your diaphragm rather than breathing in through your chest. So the hand on your chest shouldn't rise at all. And if it does, it should be at the very end of your breath when you're really filling the top of your lungs. So really focusing on breathing in so that the hand on your belly rises and then breathing out so the hand on your belly goes back down, right? You want to breathe really slowly, like you're breathing out through a straw when you breathe out. And that focusing on that really slow breath out is going to stimulate that vagus nerve to help start bringing your nervous system down a little bit. Number three is really just challenging your thoughts, right? When you're having a really negative what if thought or you're really catastrophizing or you're having really irrational thoughts about things that you know are probably not going to happen, but they, you know, you just get in these cycles and I get it because I've been there, right? So just challenge this thought. When you have this thought of something really irrational, is this likely to happen? Ask yourself, is this even a rational thought? Has this ever happened to me before? Really just challenge those thoughts because the more you ask questions about, is this really possible? Is it actually going to happen? Or are we just catastrophizing? You will get brought back into the moment and say, okay, that's really actually unlikely to happen. So what is more likely to happen, right? And you just kind of bring yourself down a little bit. Number four is self-care, right? Always focusing on your self-care. You want to put yourself first in this situation because if you're not handling yourself and managing your stress and your anxiety, then you can't help anyone else. So exercise or at least go for a walk. And if you can't, if you're so mentally and physically exhausted like I have been this week, then just really focus on your nutrition. Eat well, nutrient-dense, energy-increasing meals to help you nourish your body in a time that it really needs it. And number five, write it down, get it out on paper, practice gratitude. Writing your thoughts and your emotions out is so helpful for processing because when you get them out on paper, they're no longer just stuck in your head, circling around and then turning into irrational thoughts, right? So just get them out. You don't have to write a full journal prompt, but just write the things that you're feeling. And it may lead to you writing for an hour. It may lead to you just writing these things down and seeing them on paper and realizing that, okay, now it's out there and we can start processing. Write down things that you're grateful for too, because the more you focus on the things that you are grateful for, the more you can kind of pull yourself back out of that negative headspace, right? So I hope this talk was very helpful for you guys. I know that it was really different and it was a really hard conversation for me to talk about, but it really helps even one person out there, then I've done my job. So I hope that this helped you honestly. And if you resonated with this episode, it would really just mean so much to me if you just take 30 seconds to rate this podcast down at the bottom of Apple episodes or Apple podcasts and leave me a review. It helps with discoverability and searchability. And it really helps me get this message out to more women out there who need to hear it too. And as always, thank you so much for being here, for your continued support, for all the love, the thoughts, and the prayers that you've sent my way since I've started sharing about this journey that I'm navigating right now with my dad. And this community is just so freaking incredible. And I'm so grateful for you. You're such a strong and courageous woman. Just remember that always. So I love you, love bug. And I will talk to you so soon. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you picked up a few tips and tricks that you can take with you into the rest of your day. If you vibe with this episode, it would mean the world to me if you share your takeaways on social media and tag me so that we can connect. I would love to personally thank you for helping me spread this message into the world. I'm so grateful for this adventure that we're on together. Until next time, babe, we'll talk soon.